Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the FRL Headquarters Podcast. I am your host with the most, the FRL icon, Sean J. Stevens. And of course, the gentleman to my left, you uh, it's better know, you know, usually you see him on our show in a little bit of our cartoon form. This is the real gentleman that we feature, ladies and gentlemen. I proudly welcome back to the FRL Headquarters Podcast, this time in video, the lovely Jaden Brooks. Welcome, Jaden. Hello. I'm excited to be here. I bet, huh? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. So for those people who don't know, Jaden has been on my show probably more than anybody, I have to say, out of, well, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I have to say like that usually whenever there's a Three or available, four times, I'd say, I think. Yeah, and you've been part of a lot of the uh, watch-along events that we've been, um, you know, because we've been doing the watch-along sometimes, which we'll be doing again this year some point, way down the road. Um, <laughs> And, you know, he's always a willing participant and he loves to get in there. My son thought you were hysterical, by the way. Um, <laughs> I think you, you met him you. on the, the last thing, but, you know, next time there'll be a, one of these versions. So now you get to see the screens. So, oh, yeah, that'll be cool. So, Jaden, for the people who are late to the party who maybe aren't familiar with, you know, the Jaden Brooks outside of our wrestling show, why don't you tell people a little bit about who you are for those people who are late to the party who might not know who you are? Yeah, of course. So my name is Jaden, uh, Jaden Brooks. I'm 15 years old. I own uh, multiple businesses. I'm uh, main one is a youth organization. We help youth become more disciplined, happier and healthier through an online curriculum. And uh, I've host, I have an Instagram who, which has gained over millions of views and uh, currently working on rebuilding that for fun. And yeah, I kinda, I'm pretty all over the place, I'd say. <laughs> And you're, uh, and you're a uh, former champion on Icons of the F4L. That's true. I got <laughs> to add that to my over. resume. <laughs> yeah, you got to add that. I mean, not everyone can say they've won championships from people. And uh, that's true. You've uh, won several titles, tag team and singles titles. Goes to show your testament to your integrity. <laughs> I'm that's good stuff. Oh, no worries. No worries. So, Jaden, um, you know, we've been, you know, like I said, we've been, I've known you for a little while here and I, I've always said, you know, tell people all the time when you're not here, you know, when your ears are bl- burning, that's usually because I'm talking about you on the podcast or whatever. So I've been telling people how intelligent you are for a person your age and so forth like that. You're 
far above a lot of the other average 15 year olds who are normally thinking, you know, let's do the next TikTok dance or, um, you know, what am I going to can barely cook a hot dog, um, you know, can't really figure out how to tie their shoes half the time or get dressed. Well, when they do get dressed, it looks like they get dressed in the dark. So let me ask you this, because I don't think I've ever asked what how what exactly how do you describe how do you you know decide how do you yourself see yourself you know compared to the average 15 year old and um how do i so how do i see myself you kind of lagged out for a second there oh did i can you hear me now uh yeah i could still kind of understand you but i just want to be clear yeah so any questions just let me know and i'll clarify for you okay uh how do i see myself i think in some ways i'd say like entrepreneurial wise, business wise, I think I'm uh, pretty intelligent for uh, my age with that. Because um, so. parenting possibilities doing really well right now, uh, social media wise, things like that. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't really like to think of myself like above other, you know, teenagers just because I have a business or something, you know. So I like to, uh, I like to take pride in everything I've done, but. I also try not to like just let the fact that I run a successful business or the fact that I uh, had that I am able to stay consistent with what a lot of people are trying to stay consistent with. I think that doesn't make me, you know, better than anyone in any other in any way. But especially since like I didn't figure this all out on my own, like I had like I had a lot of resources that a lot of people don't have. Like my dad, he always has he's the one that really pushed me to learn, you know, self-discipline, all the things that I'm now teaching on parenting possibilities and social media. He's the one that got me into fitness. He's basically, yeah, started all this that I'm working on and involved in now. So I, I really don't like to think of myself better because I, I had a lot more resources than a lot of people and I'm willing to admit that. So, yeah. Makes sense. And also, you know, Granted, I get the humbleness, and that's a good thing, too, to have that humble personality. You know, I'm not better than, and I'm not saying necessarily, because yeah. everyone's got different goals and different mindsets anyway, but for the fact 100%. that generally most 15-year-olds, you're, you know, in, let's face it, you've been doing this longer before you were 15, this business. You've been an entrepreneur longer than, when did you start Parental Possibilities, when you were 13, 14? Well, Parenting Possibilities, we actually started, we actually just crossed our one-year anniversary for when we started, which is, I believe it was February 11th of last year is when we started. But yeah, I've been an entrepreneur since like very, very young. And I've just always been taught that's the best way. And so for, you know, first and foremost, since, you know, judging by the fact that, not judging, but looking back at the fact that, you know, you're 15 already and you've been doing this entrepreneur stuff since you were very young that speaks to the fact that you're, you know, that's sets you different than a lot of the average, what, nine-year-olds who get 10, 11, 12-year-olds who aren't even thinking, what am I going to do with my life? Most kids are barely tying yeah. their shoes. Um, that's true. You, you have a very good podcast, by the way. I've listened to, uh, thank you. Is it two episodes you got right now? Uh, well, we have 
I believe, yeah, fifth episode's coming out this week. And cool. uh, we are, uh, the first episode was kind of a test. We filmed that months and months ago. Right, but now right. we're really starting to ramp it up and take it seriously, start posting clips. And just, sure. we really want to expand our social media presence. You're doing really good with it. Um, I've listened to a lot of the, uh, the event, the, you know, first few shows. I think a lot, I thought I listened to all of them. They're very short and concise, which is a good thing sometimes. Sometimes it's not about quantity, yeah. but quality, right? It's not about how True. much you put out. It's about what you put out. Um, you know, and I can relate to the fact that, you know, you're, you know, developing things like businesses and a mindset in the future for yourself, for, you know, more than everyone else. I, I did that myself. And sometimes you got to look at yourself and, you know, figure out what you want in life. And you said that in your podcast about, you know, you got to figure out what it is that you want and what it, why is the things that Definitely. you want, why you want. And you're absolutely right. That is exactly how you motivate yourself. And that's the best way to keep yourself motivated. And the only way you're really going to get it to do it is if you just kind of do it. Don't make excuses and don't put it off. Just if you're going to commit to something, just do it. Mm -hmm. And um, you said that on your your podcast. And I say that all the time. Don't, you know, talk about what you're going to do. Do it. (laughs) Yes, Um, definitely. Kind of like, you know, in the, you know, we've talked before about, you know, my my you know i'm a goal-oriented individual i always set goals and i make goals and i always you know you know you got to have your small goals to get you to the big goals and goals have been very helpful for myself and it sounds like for yourself you have a similar kind of a mindset you set a goal and you work for it how do you know for yourself when you've reached your goal um hmm and are you ever like, okay, I met my goal, so I'm going to stop here and just kind of move on to something else? Or do you just kind of adapt that goal? Well, I I am one that I'm the type of person that will like, I don't, I don't want to say never satisfied, but like, I don't want to just reach an end goal and then just stop pursuing more. You know, mm-hmm. I want to always keep no matter like how successful or how, uh, how experienced at something I get I still want to become better as much as I can absolutely and it's like yeah I might take like if I hit a goal then I might you know celebrate a little bit maybe but I'll still at the end of the day I'll still come back and try to improve keep going further and make more progress because that's for me this sounds weird but I think the thing that brings me like most fulfillment in life is just making progress it's not the actual like if the goal is to make money the goal the fulfillment for me is not the money it's the process of making money and the success and the dopamine you get from when you actually do make the money ah there's that word dopamine i love it great use (laughs) but yeah i think so i'm not one that would like just reach a goal and then just stop i love just i love the process of pursuing goals and Mm. yeah now what have you seen your in your kind of time so far that has kind of you know, have there ever been a goal that you've started working towards that you said, like, you know what, this isn't for me, or I'm going to change my vision? Have you ever had that so far? Or yeah, I've I've definitely had that. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, think I used to when I was really little. A big dream of mine was to be like a YouTuber. It's like, it's like if I had the extra time, like, okay, that'd be fun. But it's like it's nowhere near my top priority right now. You know, I have an old channel that has probably almost 200 videos on it. I sometimes upload five times a day just because I was so like obsessed almost. (laughs) That was like years and years ago. 
but um it's like that was that was an old dream that I just kind of like not grew tired of just outgrew I'd say and then let's see and then I pick up a lot of random hobbies so like uh, example for uh I used to want to be a basketball player at one point and then a (laughs) yo-yoer like yo-yo tricks (laughs) But uh, the ton of the random things like that, you know, but I, at the end of the day, my goal, my main goal is to just inspire and help others while, and live a life that's worth living for me while I pursue that. <laughs> well, if that's not the most F or all thing I've ever heard, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty much what is right on the money. So good stuff. Great representation <laughs> right there, folks, right there. So. Now, Jaden, um, you've been one of the things I wanted to ask you about, and you've talked a little bit about in your episode with um, <clears throat> one of you know one of those people who may or may not be part of our new show on YouTube. One of the people who might be joining you in your endeavors on our icons of the F4L. And that episode you talked about uh, mental health and how how that is you know how you kind of approach things and stuff like that. I was wondering. You know, here on this show, we've, we're very component and we to try to do our best to kind of, you know, we don't judge people who have those things. And I think that everyone goes through their own set of mental health. And I think it's up to Definitely. individuals how they deal with those things. So I'm wondering if you feel, if you don't mind, if talking a little bit about like one, your experience with it and how, what you, how do you kind of approach it and stuff like that a little bit further for this audience. Uh, well, mental health, there's so much to it, you know, because the thing is, like, you can say uh, math is like, if you do two plus two, you're always going to get four. But if you have a person and they go through the exact same things as another person, it's not always the same result, you know, like you could have a dad who is an alcoholic, so the son could be an alcoholic, or he could be someone who hates alcohol, or, you know, things like that, it can always end up with different results. So, I try to give very like broad advice that can, that can apply to anyone like working out. Like that's obviously like everyone should work out. That's not something that only applies to a small portion of people. It's something that like, unless you have some sort of disability or limiting factor like that, I think uh, it, everyone should work out. So I try to give broad advice so it doesn't uh, exclude everyone or get anyone on the wrong track, things like that. as for my experience with mental health, I think everyone goes through different mental health challenges and sees it differently than some people will. Like, uh, it's hard to explain, but I, I think I've definitely had mental health challenges in the past, like sadness and stuff like that. Depression? Like, and, what'd you say? Are you saying depression? or Because there's a difference between being overly sad and then depression and also you know, yeah. a sense of withdrawal and so forth. Those I don't things know can if happen. I, w- I wouldn't know if I would use that word, but, you know, something similar at least to that because I'm not an expert or anything in that. So I don't know if I would say that, but it could be, you know. Um, but I think everyone goes through mental health challenges and it's just, for me, it's just trying to figure out, okay, what's the most practical, logical way to help other people solve this and help myself also in the same time having uh success with it now out of curiosity so luckily for me i have a degree in the situation so i know a little bit more than some other people do but you know because you know taking things into account and whatever else but um 
as far as, you know, what you talked about is, you know, you see the effects on someone who is maybe an alcoholic or an addict, and then you can either choose to be an addict yourself and people can use that as a kind of a crutch kind of a thing where, oh, well, they're an alcoholic, so I'm an alcoholic. Or yeah. you can have that self-discipline where you can see the effects on those things and say, you know what, that's not for me. If that's you, that's you. I'm not going to do that. 100%. And I... Um, <laughs> That's actually how the FRL started because I saw that I didn't like any of these things around me. I was, I was, you know, this is all of how this is, and I, I challenged that. I said that's not acceptable. That's not what I'm about. That's not what I'm going to be. So, yeah, I digress from all of those things. I saw the effects of drug, alcohol, smoking, and all those things, and that's why I choose not to do those things. Um, Definitely, I'm clearly. I relate to that a lot in certain ways. Sure, so. I, I mean. A lot of people uh, participate in a lot of different things. I don't judge everybody. Everyone likes to do their own thing to kind of make themselves feel better. Um, mm -hmm. Like a lot of people like to use various different other, you know, chemical types of things to try to control some of those, you know, it, those con those conflicts they might have, those struggles, the, the, the depression or the anxiety or whatever, and they tend to use some type of crutch, whether it be a medical type of thing or even something like a marijuana where which is now acceptable across everywhere um, yeah. and a lot of people are quick to say well this is a crutch and this is natural and this is healthy well you know granted that helps you in the moment but my biggest thing about it is well what happens after the high is gone what do you do exactly. about it then because unless you fix whatever the issue is that is hurting you inside whatever you're dealing with the depression the anxiety if you're not finding out a better solution to do that then you're going to just be smoking marijuana all day and that's not going to get you anywhere except for probably broke because I would imagine it's pretty expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I and, couldn't have said it better myself. I totally agree with everything you just said. Uh, people, uh, that's how a lot of people's like addictions to certain things form, like you said, marijuana, alcohol, or electronics now. Uh, all sorts of things like that. People just are seeking uh, cheap dopamine like that instead of actually going out doing the work and learning how to get like real dopamine and uh, feel good about yourself and things like that. So, right. And what you're talking about is actually accurate. I mean, when you're going out and you're working out and you see the results of the physical effects of what your, what your results are working out and staying healthy, that should be a dopamine for most people. Definitely. But then there's those other people who will look at, you know, we, you know, do you know what body dysmorphia is? Oh yeah, yes, I do. I do too, all too well, and I <laughs> I'm probably one of I am one of those people who have to deal with that because yeah, you know I was a skinny, scrawny, short little kid growing up, and I was always someone who, you know, I you know looked in my mirror, I'm like, oh, this is disgusting. You can see my ribs. I was a picky eater, and I said, you know what, I got to fix this for myself. I'm not happy with this, and I'm going to do something about it rather than me just kind of sit there and complain. Oh no, this is you know. So that's when yeah. I, you know, hit the gym and I got in really good shape and I was almost in the gym almost day and night up until the time I was injured and I wasn't allowed to go to the gym, which, you know, when you, <laughs> when you get into that mindset and you're so used to going to a gym and you go used to the process and then, you know, medical reasons, your doctor says you're not allowed to work out because I was heavy duty into the gym. <laughs> um, we called ourselves gym rats. So basically we would work out, we'd go to the gym and you know, lift weights and 
push ourselves. And then what would end up, we'd get, we'd push ourselves so much. Some guys would get sick. Um, I didn't get sick oh. because I knew when to kind of, you know, slow it down that I didn't get that far, but I was always in the, in, in the gym and I was always in shape. And then, you know, going for different, no, in high school, I was a tri-sport, which meant I did three different sports. And one of the conflicts I had was between soccer and wrestling because high school, you know, Greco Roman wrestling, which is a little different than, you know, what I do, you know, professionally, whatever else. It's a lot different. Yeah. Um, but, you know, soccer is about running nonstop. A lot of people will look at soccer, like a lot of the people like, oh, you know, soccer is a girl sport or a weak sport or whatever. I find most yep. of the time that's people who have never played <laughs> just true. like just like the people who will say well you know you clearly don't go to the gym a lot or you know you're scrawny and whatever else when they've never even lifted a dumbbell i'm sure you've dealt with that you know mm -hmm. with people telling you definitely you know what are you doing and you know whatever else and i think the difference is and the proof of the you know magnitude is that you're in healthy shape I, you know, granted, I, I'm a lot more in shape than a lot of people think I am. My cholesterol level is fantastic. My everything else is really good. Athletic wise, I could run, I have more endurance than most people seven times older than me or younger than me. Um, wow. I, I can play, a, you talked about basketball. Not, not even a week ago, I was playing basketball locally with some, with my son and a bunch of locals getting ready for our uh, charity game. We're playing with a bunch of other celebrities and so forth like that for Dana Faber Institute and the Jimmy Fund. Well, while we're doing that, I, I we were playing with these local and people kind of started quitting and I was ready to go for the next round. <laughs> I was ready to keep going. Five hours in, I'm still playing basketball wow. and still running up and down the court, full court. So a lot of people would look at someone like, you know, myself and say, well, you know, whatever. But you're familiar with the, with the term muscle memory, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So you know, sometimes you can feel those things. You still, you might look a certain way, but your muscles know how to work. They know how to get to mm -hmm. point A to point B. So you never really lose that. My endurance level, my cholesterol level, my heart rate, spot on. And I've also lost quite a bit getting ready for everything else I'm doing. So, hmm. but. Congratulations. Well, no, awesome. no, well, no worries. It's just what it is, right? We all work on our own individual goals. And I think a lot of the times we, a lot of individuals will sell, will lack that self-confidence, right? And you know, like myself, when I look in the mirror, I still am disapproved, even though everyone around me says, well, you're in you know, great shape. I am still unhappy because I was not allowed to go to a gym for a while. And, you know, yeah. automatically I'm already not happy about it. And just, you know, that's kind of that self-critical thing that we do, right? When we look at ourselves, we're like, you know what? You know, everyone else might say I'm in great shape. Like, for example, I say you're in pretty solid shape right now, but you might look at yourself and say, you know what? I still I'm not anywhere near where I need to be. Am I right? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> so I definitely I, understand that because you're about the size I was when I was your when I was, you know, 15. I was that person. I was that person. So mm. I get that. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, all right. So what is it exactly? What, so tell us a little bit about, you know, how you came up with the parental, the, the parental possibilities. Uh, well, it was actually, I, I believe it was mainly my dad's idea, actually. So how it happened is uh, Connor, who actually, you know, 
he's uh he was over at um he was over at my house one night and we were uh our dad like came upstairs or something and he was like uh he knows connor is also into discipline and working out things like that so he uh he we came to like this meeting sort of thing and he was like oh yeah i wanted to start a company with you guys and we'll help kids become more disciplined happier and healthier and i was like that sounds awesome to me and connor's like oh yeah sure and then uh we had to get permission from his parents and then lincoln also he was there so he obviously said yes and that and then um yeah i mean basically that's just how it started uh, then we started uh, going through different courses, uh, people like Grant Cardone. Um, let's see who else. Uh, there's other people, but I'm trying to think of their name. Uh, anyway, one of my dad's friends eventually, he came and his name is Dakota. He eventually, he's an expert in door-to-door sales, uh, all sorts of different types of sales trainings. Mm-hmm. So he came and he uh, he was teaching us about how to sell and how to uh have a way with words which i'm still definitely working on but i've came a long way since he started helping us but anyway we went out and the first so we created the challenge we did all these things and then he flew out and we went door to door and it was a huge success uh so that's that's a summarized version of how it started so that's good stuff and i think what's important and interesting is how you can still hear me right yep Okay, good. good. Sweet. I think what's awesome is the fact that, you know, the networking thing, you know, learn, you know, who you're surrounding yourself with. Obviously, you know, your brother, and he's easy to get a hold of and, you know, someone you can, you know, bat things off of. And your brother, by the way, sounds like he is just as intelligent as you are. So great stuff right there. That's not something that's common that, you know, I don't know how, mm-hmm. what the age difference is, but he's very, it's just almost as, you know, well with his words as you are. So that's good stuff. I'm sure um, he appreciates that. I'll tell him he said that after, uh, once he gets back. I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, a lot of people are probably going to wonder, it's uh, 1234 right now. I know the answer, but maybe you can let people know why. Is, so clearly it is 1234 and most people who are 15 would be quote in school. Um, mm-hmm want to explain to people kind of your takes on that uh yeah so i'm actually homeschooled so that's why i'm home for anyone wondering uh the main reason i'm homeschooled is like i just we were in a a normal school like two three years ago maybe and uh i just i i hate school if i'm being honest it's terrible but um so i just like would like basically constantly just ask my dad can we do homeschool can we do homeschool because i knew if we could do homeschool i could work off my own schedule i could uh judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You know, if I could get it done all in the first hour of the day, then I have the rest of the day to work on business, to uh, practice sales, to and do whatever I want. I can go outside, I can go on walks, do literally anything if I just get it done as fast as possible. So then basically after a lot of convincing, uh, he like, uh, after a while, he uh, considered it and then we switched. And right now uh, it's super helpful because I can have way more time to work on my business. And in fact, like working on the, the way we do homeschooling and stuff like that, the way uh, like working on your business and learning all these sales and all this thing can actually count towards school. So I think homeschool is much better than normal uh, school, in my opinion. But you're not uh, alone. Well, for most people, at least. Yeah, you're not alone on that. I know a lot of people who do the homeschool thing. Um, it works for some people. It's some people, Definitely. you know, there's less distractions, less competition, less antics, less drama. Which yeah. I, I don't blame you there. I wish I had that option. <laughs> I would have loved to avoid a drama. Yeah. Uh, but you know, in the long run of things. You know, that's kind of that's kind of the norm these days. Anyway, a lot of people decided even after the whatever they call the dark ages or whatever, everyone started going in anyway. Um, So, you know, I don't judge people. Everyone has done different ways of ways of doing the school. As long as you're working towards that goal and you know the importance of that, you know, I think that as long as you're getting it done, who, you know, what does it matter if you're doing it at home or at school or whatever else? It's the same thing. Nelson less distraction. Um, as far as getting exactly. it done ahead of time, that's a good, that's a great lesson for a lot of people. A lot of people, you know, I know for myself when I, where I went, you know, I was you know playing sports. So I'd come home from school and, you know, by the time I got home from school, I had after sports practices, the various sports that I had, and they were all long <laughs> and then I went to the gym. So that was a long time. But then you were like, well, how do you fit your, your schoolwork in? Well, it's easy. There's lunchtime <laughs> and there's you know, coming to and from, and I just get it done. Before I even got to the field, my homework was done. If mm. I was given homework you know, in math class, it was already done before you know, if I have a study, which we were lucky enough to have, or if I had lunch, I just do it all there. It's 30 minutes uh, lunch normally. And there's a lot you can do in 30 minutes, just people don't have that kind of drive. Definitely. And then when I come home, if anything is not done, that's when I bang out anything else. Um, a lot of the times in high school, I was do I did a lot of extracurricular writing. So I did a lot of research papers and I did a lot of, you know, in-depth writing style, which a lot of people are not looking to do extra work in school. Yeah. I like to educate and also learn myself. And, um, you know, I wrote some things and... <laughs> that may or may not have gotten me in trouble for some of the things that I wrote because 
even though I did everything like I was supposed to, I did the research, you know, yeah, I kind of, you know, spilled the beans on Christopher Columbus and things like that. <laughs> so, you know, so I may or may not have gotten a talking to for um, <laughs> saying my beliefs about Christopher Columbus, even though it's all kind of if people who actually did the research on it would actually find out more yeah. about the subject. And I don't know how much of it, you know, I hope you don't know too much, but <laughs> let's just say that, you know, things we were always taught in school are not always as they are. So just kind of take some things with that's a grain of salt. That's so true. Because, <laughs> you know, they mean well. It's just some things may or may not have been. It's kind of like getting a synopsis version of something else or an alternate version, if you would. You know, kind of one of those deals. Yeah, I see, I see a lot of people that, like, put the blame on, like, the teachers and stuff for teaching them, like, things that either they won't need or that's not, like, uh, that's not true or things like that but it's like it's not their fault at all you know right. they have no control over what they have to teach you or they're literally going to lose their job so right. i think it's curriculum right yeah exactly so and and it's the same curriculum everywhere like where you are i'm sure you learned about christopher columbus and where i was i always learned about christopher columbus i'm sure both versions are similar you, you know what is it 1692 columbus wrote and sailed the ocean blue and then you do research and you find out, well, yeah, he did. He just ended up in Bermuda and he went nowhere near <laughs> the United States. And the fact that there were already people here and that he wasn't the first person, one of those explorers to come here. But that's yeah. the part they leave out. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, we'll tell you that he came to America and Bermuda, I guess, is recognized as part of America, I guess. But it's not a state to my knowledge. Last I checked, there's only still 50 states, to my knowledge. <laughs> I could be wrong. Otherwise, the so. flag would be way out of whack. So I don't know. But <laughs> that's good stuff. That's good that you can actually recognize things like that as well. And, you know, being from your perspective, I can understand that. What is it like as far as dealing with kids your age, though? Like, were you interacting with kids your age? Because, you know, you talked about how, like, I know you don't want to compare yourself to others who are the same age as you, but do you get along with the average 15-year-old who are not into all of the things that you are? Or do you prefer, are you more apt to hang around with people who are a little bit more goal-oriented and have a little bit of more of a head on their shoulders kind of a thing? Who can still have yeah, fun? Yeah, so, so I'm very, like, I don't want to say protective, but, like, very cautious about who I like lay my circle basically and that, I think that's the best way to put it like small circles I, I'll be friendly to like oh what did you say small circles definitely so uh I'll be like very cautious about who I like actually let into my you know personal circle so I'll, I'll still like be friendly obviously and respect everyone who is like not someone who I want to hang around but it's still like, like you could say, like the average 15 year old, like, no, I wouldn't let them into my circle, most of them, but it's like, I still respect them and obviously uh, be polite and just, you know, talk normally and instead of just like shaming them or anything like that. Right. Um, but yeah, so I, Connor's probably, uh, the Connor's definitely the best person, like most goal, goal oriented, uh, productive, like, I don't know, best person that I found in person that I want to, you know, hang around. And he's basically, he's basically my only friend, actually, because I just, I had other friends, but it's like, 
I don't really hang around them like I do. Like they're not real, real friends, you know? I get it. So I, I really try to keep my circle very, very small. And I mean, you need to, that's a smart way to be. Definitely. Very smart. And that's true because actually I, you probably didn't hear it, but yesterday I did a live and I talked about the importance of your circles and who you associate with and how many people are actually your friends versus how many people are just kind of there yeah. or how many people are just there because of clout for themselves. Um, Definitely. You know, I've said before the title, what I version of a real friend is someone who, you know, the old saying that my kids could probably recite in their sleep is real friends don't kick you when you're down, they help you up. Um, that's a very broad, easy saying, but it has a lot of meaning in that. But definitely, when you look around, like a lot of people say, well, I have all these friends. Like you look at people who say follow you on Instagram, whatever. And the delusion is all these people are my friends. A lot of people can believe that these people are my friends. They care about me. They like me. But when you really get down to the thick of it, when it really comes down to how many of those people, you know, will reach out and say, hey, how you doing? How's everything going? And actually care about, you know, the person themselves versus someone who's one of the many creeps out there in the world where there's a lot of those on there too. And yeah. the people who are just there to kind of treat you more like a number and you know, whatnot. Does that make sense? Definitely makes sense. I kind I didn't really fall into that, but I still like consciously, I knew like these people, like, I don't, I've never met half of them. I've never talked to any of them. It's like, so yeah, well, the follower counting, it's like, I didn't fall into that trap con consciously, but anytime I'd see it go down, it kind of hurt me, like, inside, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird thing, man, it's, <laughs> it's weird. I can almost, I can understand that, because at some point, like, for myself, I mean, I clearly, I'm not on Instagram to be famous, I've already have accomplished a lot of that on my own, without yeah. having to use Instagram or whatever, and as far as YouTube, you talked about that was like when your first goals, right? A lot of people, when I tell them, well, I was one of the original YouTube people because I was on YouTube before a lot of people were. And mm -hmm. that was because of the wrestling company at the time, you know, saw that there was some clout of this YouTube thing that was coming. And a lot of my early promos or the, you know, the videos would be up on YouTube. The mock workout videos of jazz fitness were all on YouTube. And a lot of that time, you know, a lot of people don't realize that a lot of the people who started on YouTube with me along in the early days, none of them are really doing YouTube as much as, in, as they were. And then we look at the effects. A lot of people like to compare themselves to the, quote, the YouTube people they want to base themselves on, like the Logan Pauls or the Jake oh, Pauls yeah. or the, you know, the Justin Biebers of the world. How many people, yeah. I mean, I know, granted, your goal and vision isn't to sing, but how many people do you, have you seen in your feed who like to sing and they, you know, say that Justin Bieber is their hero? Mm -hmm. But then you look at kind of where Justin Bieber fell into the thing, right? Because he became, you're right, he did become a huge YouTube star and he did become, you know, this big pop culture thing. And then look at the result of that. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. You know, the other when you were saying on your podcast about knowing what it is that you want and why is that important to you, I think it's important to realize that when you accomplish those things are the cause and effects of those things, right? I've said that yeah. many times on my show Definitely. about, you know, for example, the person who wants to be a huge, um, if the person wants to be a huge movie star or a celebrity, right? You want that until you get that. 
you know, it's good, nice. It's, you know, everyone wants to have everyone know who they are, but do you really, when you go out to get a drink, are you really going to want to, you know, if you wear something that doesn't match and it's all over the news saying how Jaden Brooks or, or jazz fitness, or, you know, doesn't look like they know how to dress themselves because that's how that works <laughs> or, yeah. or, you know, you know, you're, you're riding your bike and you, you fall off your bike. And then the, the news media is right there. Oh, Jaden Brooks crashed his bike again. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, people yeah. like to get, you know, the people who are recognizing like the dangers of kind of becoming what they wanted to be. Like you're probably familiar with a lot of the, um, I don't, I don't know how much TV you watch, but you've probably heard of Stranger Things, right? I've heard of it. I've never watched it. Neither, neither have I. Fun fact, I do watch a lot of things because I kind of have to, but I don't watch a lot of Stranger Things. I do know a lot of the people in it um, through various <laughs> different medias and so forth. And one of the things that you know happened is people like Finn Wolfhard, for example, who almost everybody has, knows who he is now, he was, of course, on Stranger Things. He was in Penny. He was in It and things like that, right? Yeah. You know, he, imagine being, you know, you're 15 now. He was 13 and he would come home after filming Stranger Things and have strangers in his garage, fans waiting for him oh, when he got wow. home. There was nobody mm -hmm. home. They broke into his garage so he could see Finn Wolfhard, 13 years old. That's crazy. I mean, and then, like I said, Justin Bieber, everyone says, oh, Justin Bieber's my hero. He became a singer. He went all these big things. Yeah, well, he did. And, you know, look at Justin Bieber now. Is that really how you want to end your goal? Is that the goal you want? <laughs> Would you? Yeah. Look, you're not a music guy, that's... right? So that's a different goal. But can you understand how that works? Kind of? Definitely. That's crazy, though, that those people just it's crazy people will go to so much extreme extents just to you know meet like the people they admire and it's like they have a life as well like yeah. they have they want privacy they want uh you know to have their own life they want a lot of them talk about they just wish they not never started but didn't get to the level of fame that they're at because yeah it's some people are just insane like sure that. absolutely I mean, and then the other thing that happens is, uh, for example, my world of wrestling, right? A lot of people, you know, for the most part, I can tell you that a lot of us are trained that we're supposed to respect our fans. And if a fan wants an autograph or a picture, we're supposed to do that because at the end of the day, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be who we are, right? Yeah. So it's about respecting your fans, but also there's got to be a line there. Like if we're, if we're in the restroom somewhere, I don't know if that's the right time to ask for an autograph while someone's, you know, using the lavatory, you know, you know, yeah. they're washing your hands and someone wants to get an autograph from you. I mean, I don't know who would yeah. want to do that, but they do that. And then what happens is let, one of my favorite stories about that um, kind of a thing is where the, the illusion of if you don't give the fans what they want or you don't have kind of what, don't do what everyone else expects you to, then they kind of label you as this mean person who doesn't care about you. Mm -hmm. um, there's a well-known, fr good friend of mine in wrestling. His name is Bruce Pritchard, Brother Love, for those people who know that. And he's, a, he's actually one of the head writers of WWE right now. He does all of the storylines. He's overseeing a lot of that for the World Wrestling Entertainment, which is a huge juggernaut of wow. a company. Yeah, he's definitely. basically he's in charge of all the production and how all of the things go. He oversees all of that. Wow. He's been there for a long time. 
And he's been on TV as Brother Love and things like that. People know who he is. Well, he was going through an airport run one time because his wife was in the hospital. She was actually having an issue with, after having surgery due to cancer. Oh. And the hospital called her, said she had some complications at the hospital. And he was running to the airport to get to his wife who was in the hospital, who was seriously hurt. I mean, almost, you know, not a good thing for, you know, anybody. Definitely. As he was going through the airport, people are stopping him for get autograph and pictures and things like that. As a man's trying to get to his wife who's in the hospital, he's, on, he's going through an airport to get on a plane to fly to his wife in the hospital. Fans are stopping him, getting picked, wanting pictures and autographs, and he was doing that for the most part. But at one point, he's like, no, I need to get on the hospital. I need to get on the flight. I need to go. Those people then yeah. went and said how he doesn't like his fans. He's mean. He's, he's, no, he's rude because he wouldn't sign, take a picture with them, even though he took seven pictures with them and signed some things already, trying to get to the airport yeah, to his crazy. wife. You know what I mean? People have like no respect for celebrity people like that. You know, it's yeah, because they don't owe you anything. You know, like he had somewhere to get, and it's like whether it was important or not, it's like he still has a right to. You know, All right? It's kind of like you know, it goes into that whole thing is everyone wants what they think they want until they get it, and then what happens? You know, is that yeah. You know, we're successful people. You're going to do big things too. And what's going to get it? Where, you know, you want to avoid kind of the downfalls of all the other people who are entrepreneurs who kind of, you know, have that overlay of them. I don't believe that's going to be you either because you're very, already ahead of the game for a lot of the time. Um, if you were to say, who would be the people who you would say who would be the people you admire, for example, like that? Because sometimes who we, who we kind of admire and who we want to be. It's kind of kind of helps us maintain, I guess, our goal in end game. Definitely. So, I would say one of my biggest inspirations is a guy called David Goggins. Uh, he is a ex Navy SEAL. He's done insane things. Uh, he basically talks about his main thing is just discipline. You want to keep going. Some. He's very inspirational. I don't want to spoil too much of what he's done, but he has a really amazing book, uh, Can't Hurt Me and uh, Never Finished. Uh, he's definitely one of my biggest heroes uh, that I admire who's popular. Um, let's see. Uh, I like, I, I sort of like uh, this guy called Ben Shapiro as well. He's He teaches like how to think logically um, and know when something's, you know, not right. And let's see, uh, those are my two main, I'm trying to think of other ones, but those are the two ones that come to mind. Uh, you, would you say you're more into reading than watching television? Do you get more enjoyment out of reading something versus watching something or no? Uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of reading. I, I do read, but it's more for, if I'm reading, I try to read more for like brain health and things like that rather than learning. I just usually if I'm trying to learn, I'll listen to an audiobook at like 2x speed so I can get through it faster but still get the uh get the benefits and but for reading, I definitely read. I don't know if I'd say I like it more than, you know, watching stuff, but uh I I do my best to read quite frequently. Now, do you watch a lot of television or modern movies or television in any way? Because it sounds like you're a very busy individual. Uh, I don't watch like television. If I do watch something, it'll be like 
on my phone and most time it's like people like David Goggins people like Ben Shapiro people like that so I'm still like learning things and then watch um, and then watching yourself wrestle on on YouTube right? <laughs> of course of course of course watching yourself yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah for real um yeah. but yeah I I don't watch like normal like Netflix or anything like that I just watch usually just YouTube I try to still get value from it if I do so Judy was boring hello then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com it's my little escape now Judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy Judy the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Smart man. Smart man. So that's good thank stuff. You, so you. now let me ask you this. Now, obviously, do you, how often do you see, you mentioned Connor and someone who you say you get, you get along with really well and you gel with really well. How often do you see him since, and I know you moved in, the, in, the, in, in that time frame. How often do you see him and what kind of interactions have you guys had and how is everything going as far as that goes? Uh, I mean, we, I think I saw him beginning of February, maybe last time. Uh, yeah, we, we don't, I feel like we don't really need to see each other that much to keep our friendship going. Cause it's been like, what, seven years almost now. So it's been a long time. So we can like, yeah, it's, we don't need to see each other that constantly. I'd say we see each other probably once every two months on average. But. <laughs> that That's awesome that you say that. Cause that's absolutely true. A lot of people have a hard time understanding that and stuff like, like that. They think that they need to be with their friends all hours of the day and they need to be yeah. with them all the time. And I got to tell you, that's not true. Um, as I said before, your real friends, the ones who are your core you know, value, the real friends, they're like boomerangs. It doesn't matter how far they go, they'll always come back to you. And when they get back, when you're all yeah. together, it's like no time is lost. These days, Definitely. it's a lot easier with social media. We can always do like the face, you know, face to face type of thing or things like this exist where you can do that. Back in the day, we did things with writing back and forth, um, yeah. you know, and, you know, the F4, you know, F4L is global. We have people all over the world and uh, there are people who, you know, I consider F4L like yourself who we're not next to each other, but I don't need to, you know, see, you know, keep track of everything every day because, you know. I know that I can, you know, if you need anything, I'm right there. And same thing, you know, if I need, if I say, hey, Jaden, I got a question for you. It's only gonna be a few minutes before I get a response from Jaden Brooks. <laughs> and same thing goes for a lot of my other worldwide friends all over the place. But, you know, in the scheme of things, you don't need to have these, you know, your friends right up on top of you. You have to spend time with them all the time. That's a delusion that people have. A real good friendship connection it doesn't matter where you are because you're always going to be friends no matter where you go. Definitely. And that's the great example for you and Connor, for example. He doesn't need to be there all the time. It doesn't change the fact that you go, you know, your best friends or whatever. And what's the relationship like with your brother? Now, how do you guys view each other? And what's that dynamic like? I am uh, the oldest of four, by the way. So I know all too well about siblings. <laughs> <laughs> well, my brother and I are like, 
it's hard to explain but like no matter what I think the good thing about having brothers is like no matter what like your family and brother specifically is always going to be there for you and it's like well like not a lot of people have bad you know relationships with their family but I think it's very important to try to get a good relationship with your uh, siblings uh, for me brother specifically because it's they're always if you can work together to just all go after your goals then it's like you're always gonna be there to support each other you're always gonna uh, be there to move for to move forward to grow to you know so me and him have very much that like sometimes we'll get really mad at each other but it's like 15 minutes it's back to normal you know it's like we don't hold like grudges or anything like that so I'd say we have a pretty positive relationship and um I'd say yeah I'd say we have but it's it's a brother it's a brother relationship and that's there's nothing wrong with that it sounds like it's very healthy I saw the other day on your live where you're you know giving a hard time for wearing orange (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly I'm used to that in our household that's a no that's a common thing and that's that's something yeah. that is very common that anyone who's ever had a brother or a sibling you do the same things all the time 100% and you know sometimes we call it you know in wrestling we call it ribbing when we play jokes or give people a hard time some people can't take that and that's you know it is what it is but for the most part most people know we you know we mean well we're not trying to be jerks or mean yeah it's just, you know, sometimes you can't resist a good joke or a wise guy remark because if it's there, what are you supposed to do? Just leave it there? <laughs> Definitely. If, it, if there's a prank I, there, you know? <laughs> yeah. My brother and I, we will like just roast each other after roast. It's like, it's it's just part of it, you know? It's, it's I, I've part seen of some of your roasts. It's very amusing, I gotta say. I've yeah. seen, you, you seen, I, I've seen you do that with Connor too. Um, a little bit but not not as much as Lincoln like me and my brother there was one time I just randomly was like you know we should have a rap battle just for fun and we just both like roasted the crap out of each other just just for fun it's like can you rap neither of us can rap either but that's awesome (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's I think it's on I don't think it's on Spotify but it, it was funny but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the brother code. You need to rib each other. Otherwise, you know, what are you supposed Definitely. to do? You know, you have to have that. Uh, my kids, you know, my, I have a son and a daughter, and they give each other a hard time all the time. But in the end of the mm-hmm. day, you know, they still got each other's back no matter what. You know, it's one of those deals. 100%. You're, you're true about the brother thing. And as far as the people who don't have that relationship you mentioned, this is a guy who didn't have that with his brothers and sisters. But again when you you don't have to necessarily live in the in the in the mindset that this is what i'm going to have you can achieve and fix it by something else that's how i started the f4l but one of the four or five that started the f4l but that was because we became a family we said okay they don't get us we'll be our own family and we became that brother bond so the brother you the bond that you have with lincoln and whatever that's the bond i have with all my brothers and the f4l and that's mm-hmm. how protective I am. I will give people a hard time when I know they can handle it. Some people, some people don't understand sarcasm sometimes, or oh, you know, yeah. whatever. Or you know, sometimes I'm you know prone for that. Or somebody yeah. will say, take something I say out of context. That happens a lot too. Oh, I hate when that happens. Oh, I'm used to it. Um, yeah. And then you know, <laughs> then being a wrestler, um, you know, being a good guy is really good because you're supposed to get people to like you. 
And to the extent where I was, I started out my career in wrestling as a good guy in the face and, you know, saying nice things. And then when I got to be jazz fitness, I had to be a mean guy, which is odd that jazz fitness would be a bad guy and jazz vengeance is a good guy. Hmm. But jet, but you know, I got my own talk show segment called the fitness center where I had to roast the audience and everybody there and being self-aware of the fact that I don't look like a guy who should be in the fitness world. Even though, you know, in reality, I could probably run the ropes and, you know, do a lot of that stuff better than anybody younger and smaller than me. But the reality was, is that image that we're perceiving. We're trying to say that I'm an unfit fitness guru, which is very hard, by the way. And I have to say, you know, I'm going to be posting one of the oldest videos that we had on the promos. It was called um, Jazzercising with Jazz Fitness. You will probably enjoy it because you're a fitness guy. But you just have to understand that it's, you know, it's basically ribbing the fitness world kind of an idea. Like I'm supposed to be, a, mm. I'm, I'm a fitness guy, I supposedly, but yet, no, I'm lifting a dumbbell with one arm at like two pounds. So I'm struggling a two pound <laughs> dumbbell. And then I'm taking a Snickers bar in the other hand, you know, one of those deals. And it's, it's done yeah. for laughs, you know, mm-hmm. but some of the things in that video are hard for me to do. Cause I am actually like, I had to play soccer. In one of the things I can play soccer. I can play various sports, but I had to pretend not to be. <laughs> <laughs> and that's sometimes hard, but mm. to the extent where I didn't think no one would like the character. I didn't think people would believe that I could be mean. I didn't think that people could oh. believe that I could be a jerk or that, you know, I could, you know, do all those things. But it turns out I was wrong. <laughs> I was actually pretty good about getting people annoyed. Pretty good. I you know when I tell people there's some funny stories out there though that are very entertaining but yeah let's just say that i know that now i can definitely say things that will get people upset if i really wanted to but it's a good skill to have in certain situations i usually save that for trolls because i still do that to trolls i I will you know the trolls online i'll sit there and really make them feel like they shouldn't have have probably before Yeah. yeah I've actually done that for people who like when you're doing lives or, th- or other people have done lives and things like that. I'll actually take that opportunity to take those people out <laughs> from my point of view. And That's it's not funny. the person I'm not doing it for the person who's doing the live because I'm you know trying to make sure they're OK. Like the other day, you know, doing live and you got to be careful with the people who come on and what they're going to come what they're coming into. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's, you know, for every one of me out there, there's always seven of them who aren't. Um, now I want to make sure help like yourself. I want to inspire others to go after and do with the things that they can do. I am living proof that you can come from absolutely nothing and achieve everything you want to achieve. I didn't come from a lot of money. I didn't, I didn't come from a loving home. I created a loving home and I created That's... a lot of that and I achieved when they said I couldn't. So, and you're doing the same thing that it can help a lot of people. Yeah, and you're doing the same thing on your own realm. You have a supportive family, which is an awesome thing. But also you have a goal mindset and you continue work on those things. And you do smart things like networking. This is kind of technically networking. This is getting your voice out there. This is giving yourself a broadened horizon. Some people say, well, coming on a podcast isn't going to help me in the long run. It's just going to come on and talking. Well, actually what it does is it gives a global audience gets to know Jaden Brooks when they may not have heard of Jaden Brooks. Well, now, because of this show, which, by the way, um, send me all of the uh, all your details. What I'll do is I'll add it to all of this. 
Um, so when I put it up, yeah. everyone can have that because I think it's vital stuff that you're teaching and you're doing, you're talking about facts stuff. And I think it's important for everyone, young and old to take lessons from it Definitely. Um, and stuff like that. So um, I don't want to keep you too long. I don't even know how long it is. And I don't know how long you have. And I know you have many other things you want to do today. Um, I know you have, you know, multiple things. So how are you doing on time? Just because I want to make sure you're on the good on that. Uh, I should have, let's see. I don't really have a set time that I should get off. Uh, well, probably good. at least by like, I'd say one third, it should be probably the latest. Yeah, I tried. And then I also have to keep track of my phone because since I had to join back on my phone oh, uh, to do the camera, uh, oh, I have boy. to keep track of the battery. So yeah, I understand. We all have that issues too. I get that. <laughs> so no, that's cool. We're not gonna take you all day. Don't worry about that. Just want to keep track of things. <laughs> so one of the things I know you're a nature guy. You like to go in a lot of the, you do a lot of the um, you know going into the woods and stuff like that. How is that helpful? For, for yourself and how can other people kind of use those things? How's helpful for you in general? I think nature is a good like reset button, if that makes sense. So uh, if you go, if you're like been stuck inside all day, if you're, you know, not feeling great, the nature, the outside, the uh, fresh air, all those things are always gonna be there kind of and uh, there's all it's it's a lot of fun once you learn like how to have fun in nature it's it's very good and it's a great reset button for me at, at least for me so yeah that's how it's helpful in my I, life I agree I agree with that I've always you know we've had conversations about nature and I am a huge component in hiking in the woods and loving I love animals in general um, yeah. animals are awesome um, I think there there's a lot of lessons we can learn from animals but also just nature itself, it's right there. Um, you don't yeah. have to, you know, water is a resource. We can drink water. A lot of people feel the need to, you know, look for other things, but water is right there. Air is mm -hmm. there. Um, I think it's interesting that nowadays people are getting into the whole, you know, like we've talked before about going for the cold, the cold, you know, when we go, I jump into the ocean up here in the middle of December. Um, yeah. Water is cold for most people. And most people don't know. But that's actually really good for you. They just you know, don't they don't have that will to do so. So how does that help you, for example? I know you do the same thing, which I give you credit for, because a lot of people don't understand what the health benefits are. Uh, well, cold exposure, like cold plunges, ice baths, uh, they're very good for your physical health. Uh, there's no question about that. Um, like, I believe it helps circulation. It helps uh helps brain function uh there's all sorts uh and it opens up your lungs all sorts of things like that and the, i do it more for i do it for physical obviously but i also do it for mental benefits mm -hmm. so like there will be obviously there's times where i'm not like wanting to jump in this freezing cold water right. but if i stay in too long can get hypothermia i think sure. like it's it's you obviously don't want to do that every single day so for me it's huge discipline building tactic to uh, jump in to like 30 degree water and then just stay and force yourself to stay in there for like two minutes. Mm -hmm. That's so helpful for me when it comes to 
learning self-control, learning discipline, learning uh, all those important lessons that I, that you and I teach. Um, so that's, that's how it helps me. It helps me. Uh, it's true. And it's again, like it's a reset button, almost like nature. You can have worse headache. You can feel terrible. And then you jump into cold water, 90% of what you felt, it will be much better. You feel energized. You'll feel true. ready to go everything. So I, that's how it supports me. Uh, like people like coffee. It's like a lot of times like cold water, there's been shown that cold water, ice baths, things like that can energize you more than the caffeine that's within coffee or pre-workout or anything like that. So it's like, and you're getting health benefits from it. So I, I always like to use it as a way to energize, reset, um, and then just build myself to be more disciplined, happier, healthier. It helps with the tons. I could talk you, about it for hours probably because there's so much to it. But. You're, you're 100% correct on all of it. And that's something that you know, you're right on the head. That's exactly why we do it. And that's why it's good. A lot of people, you know, one of the things I would implement to any of my workout routines is after I'm done working out, no matter what I'm working on, I would go for a swim afterwards. Because after sometimes before too, sometimes going in for a swim before will loosen things up. But I definitely yeah. would go to the go to the pool at, or go swimming after after a workout. Because you know, that'll help loot the muscles that you just got done tearing to build because that's how that works. Uh, all of that works. When you jump into the water in the pool, it actually it actually helps you feel better. It helps everything, you know, yeah. fasten quicker together. Cold shower, cold um, swims and stuff like that, cold tubs and whatever, it's the same idea. All those muscles that you just got done punishing, really, they're going to feel a lot better when you put ice on them. That's why that benefit mm -hmm. is there. And, yes. you know, that's, you know, one of those things that people are just kind of now kind of catching on to. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> but some it people really know cool. it. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> so now you, we, one of the things I want to ask you about is you went, you've been shark diving before, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it qualifies as shark diving, but um, yeah, I went to this place called Discovery Cove and they have like, you know, people watching and they like feed the sharks. And yeah, I went in. It was pretty cool. Because I know I've gone shark diving as you, you, know, you mm -hmm. we've talked about before. And one of the things I like to try to do is kind of break down the common myths about certain things. Like everyone believes that sharks are these man-eating people. And clearly, Jaden is right in front of you, and I am also right here, and I have all my digits. Jaden, yep, are you missing any here. fingers? Oh, he's all, he has all of his Not fingers, exactly. too. So, yeah, I got all my fingers. Okay, good. He might be missing a few toes. And toes for that, a bonus. Oh, I also there you have go. all my feet and toes, all those things. Okay, good. So what do you think about it, about sharks, that people have that? Because you know, you've been in the water with them. I've been in the water with them. What do you think about it is... Do you think it's more media or the hype behind what people are telling people what sharks are, or do you think it's actually just the not knowing of the sharks itself? Um, hmm. I think one, right? the, the media definitely uh, is a big part of it because there's so many like Jaws, uh, all these shark attack movies. Like, and it's like, yeah, if you did get attacked by a shark, it would be possibly deadly and if not life altering, definitely. But it's like the chances of that actually happening are so slim. It's mm -hmm. like you'll you're more likely to crash in a car 
like on the way to the beach than you are to actually get attacked by a shark so it's like yes there is dangers but it's so unlikely it's like if you're willing to drive a car you there's no reason why you shouldn't be willing to get in the ocean you know? right exactly way, yeah yeah 100 percent. he's right and again take it from someone who has swum with swam with sharks james also swam with sharks I'm where I'm still here and none of them come came chasing after me. Um, you know, I, I think it did a lot of that as the media. Now, I did want to ask you about one other thing, because I want to make sure we get this in. Recently, they're trying to ban TikTok. I know you're a social guy and not a social. You're not anywhere close to being what a lot of these other people are as far as that being the goal. What do you think about the whole TikTok discussion? Because I know that you know we. I know what you believe. I know what I believe about the whole dangers of social media itself. But your perspective, being from your demographic, your age range, what do you think about TikTok being either banned or being limited and so forth? Uh well, there's there's a lot because there's people who have run their entire careers and businesses off of TikTok, and it's by far one of the easiest platforms to grow to you know learn about it's it's probably a good starter platform to learn about social media and to grow so i think but the impact that it's had on the us especially has been very negative like you can notice like before tiktok like what how long is that four six years four to six years ago i'd say like before that like there was way less of this of a lot of stuff um, a lot of negativity, uh, degeneracy, things like that. Um, so there's definitely been a lot of negatives that have come from it. But at the, and I wouldn't blame uh, the U.S. if they banned it because also there's been it's been proven in you can read the terms of service and it proves that China's like literally just taking all our data. So it's it makes sense why they would want to ban it, but I don't think they will because. Uh, like Joe Biden, he's the president, and the goal of a president is to is to stay in office. And if he were to ban a platform that billions of people use month, well, maybe not monthly, but billions of people use in total, I don't think that many, I don't think that would get the younger generation or whoever's on TikTok to, you know, vote for him or be, they wouldn't make everyone too happy. Most people. So I don't think it's going to happen. I don't, I'm not saying it's a, it would be a bad thing if it did though. Uh, that's my take on it anyway. What do you think about, I can tell you up here and well, up in mass, what they did is they made it mandatory that kids are only allowed an hour, um, yeah, an hour on TikTok a day. What do you think of that? Limiting the amount of time you're on TikTok. I don't think it's that bad of a change, you know, cause, um, like I talked about in China, they're in China, they only, they make it a goal to only promote academic, like things that will help students mm -hmm. and children become better versions of themselves. Absolutely. And on top of that, they also only allow, and China's where TikTok was created, but um, they only allow the children there to use it until like 6.30 PM or something like that. Right. So they know that it's not a net positive thing. Mm -hmm. So I think limiting the time that youth can spend on it is a positive move but again it's gonna we're gonna see a lot of kids that are you know angry but also people are just gonna find loopholes and just lie about their age which people have done for years and years so on i don't think it's that i don't think it's that um 
like big of a change because so many people again will just lie about their age but if they can find a way to successfully import that i i might be in the supports of that so yeah i think i would awesome and um yeah i i up here they've done that and i gotta say when it comes when you actually find out you know how china does TikTok and things like that versus what americans use it for there's a difference between teaching someone some kind of educational purpose and then you know trying to jump up seven stairs or trying to eat some cinnamon yeah. which gets you absolutely nowhere other than the emergency mm -hmm. room <laughs> um <laughs> you know it's just one of those individual things it's, it's kind of one of those things now in general what are your what are your thoughts on social media in itself um, is it because a lot of the, you know this is becoming even more apparent that people have been talking about the effects on social media TikTok and other things are coming to discussion um, where a lot of people can can link you know being on social media to be depressed and things of that nature especially young people where they have to look at someone and be comparing something and also the hoaxes out there all the people out there on the various social media who claim to be one way and are clearly not anywhere close. I mean, one of the biggest examples probably is what Liver King, maybe. Oh yeah. One yep. of the latest things, which yeah. I don't think. I don't. For someone like me who's been around the block a few times, who has seen a lot of things, it's not hard for me to kind of pick, pick you know, kind of look at little loopholes mm -hmm. and say, yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> Versus, you know, everyone else in the world who just takes everyone for face value. A hundred percent. One of the things I find it also interesting, like, for example, I don't know how much, how often you have to encounter it, hopefully not as much, but on, say, Instagram, for example, people ask, you know, various questions where if they just read your profile, they would know those things about you. Yeah. You know, because it, it's all right there in your profile. Look at your pictures for 15 minutes. You know who I am, what I look like. There's no, I'm looking at my pictures right now in my background. That is clearly me. <laughs> And people ask me <laughs> who I am. That's oh, right there. <laughs> um, but how often do you come across people on the, what do you think about the social media platform as far as people pretending to be something they're not? And have you ever believed someone to, like, for example, Liver King, did you believe that he was, you know, this natural guy just eating liver or were you like one of those people like, I don't know about that one? Yeah, so I definitely did not buy basically anything Liver King said. Um, you know, he has he has some good information if you read in between the lines, but there's there was realistically there was no way that he was natural. You know, you can see and he's there's also some pretty uh good evidence that he's also had ab implants, you know. So it's there's <laughs> so. ab impact and everything else. You're hundred yeah. percent correct. So I think people like that that lie about their uh lie about their life and it, the thing is you have to realize social media what people post on social media is mainly a highlight reel of like the highs of their life the best parts the uh the parts that they cherish most just to make their life look better than it actually is and it and it's fine because i think like no one's going to show like the low parts of their life at least most people won't so it's not a bad thing to promote the good parts of your life, but you also have to understand and take a step back that that's what basically everyone on the platform is doing. You need to take a step back and realize these people's lives aren't like, like living in heaven or anything. 
exactly. it's just how they live and or it's not how they live it's it's a false perception that they use to grow and gain a few numbers on a screen so yeah you. that's my take on fake uh things like that you know cool i had to ask you another question now i know you're huge into fitness and things like that and there are a lot of fitness people out there but you know and, and we've talked before that bodybuilding is not something you're into not something your goal is i'm curious what your what your perception is of bodybuilding and i i great I, I you want the reason i'm asking is because i'm curious what the take is someone who wants to be in fit and good because there's a difference between being in shape and being healthy and then wanting to become a bodybuilder and there's no shame yeah. if that's something that someone's goal is i'm sure you know several people who are bodybuilders i do too what is your your impression of bodybuilders being someone who's into fitness who's not necessarily into bodybuilding itself plus that there is something you're into then that's a different story <laughs> well i i would like to like obviously get bigger and stronger which is i guess technically like bodybuilding on your own but i definitely wouldn't want to you know go into like competing or anything uh so i i do want to get I don't, I definitely don't want to get to like insane, like steroid level size, but I definitely want to keep improving, uh, physic physicality, um, and just live a healthy lifestyle while still looking like something I'm proud of. And that's kind of my like goal is just to, I don't want to go too far with it and like hop on steroids or spend tons of money on uh, unnecessary supplements but i still want to look healthy uh or look like something i'm very proud of and you can tell put work into but mm -hmm. i still want to be live a long very healthy practical practical life so mm -hmm. that's kind of my uh end goal i'd say i get that and that's that's a good goal to have um, I wanted to be in shape, but my goal wasn't to be a bodybuilder. I wanted to just to be in shape for myself. I was not happy about being this scrawny little guy, little kid as yeah. I was. Now I definitely don't have that issue. Now I have the opposite. But <laughs> I'm still very much healthy. And come the summertime, I'll probably you know try not to go down that far because I don't want to do it for anyone but myself. Mm. Um, now, yeah. the you know, when you think people like your age, people who are kind of the big names of like the youth kind of a thing people are doing, people like Tristan Lee will say, for example, mm, yeah. even though you're not, you know, into the bodybuilding thing, I'm clear, I'm sure being someone who's on social media, you've heard of Tristan Lee. And when you see someone like him, for example, versus someone who just wants to be healthy, what do you think the uh, pros and cons of that is in where do you see that? It, like, for, for first and foremost, do you believe that Tristan Lee would be, quote, what is the term, natty? Do you believe that to be the case? Or do you think that it's just his hard work and dedication? Well, I don't think people like Tristan Lee, uh, you have to realize he's not, I don't think Tristan Lee's like actually huge. He's not like insanely muscular. It's just he's ridiculously lean. So it makes his muscles pop more. So like you can see like his chest, especially, um, uh, you could definitely achieve something like that naturally. I do think he has at least gone on some sort of steroid or some sort of thing before, because if I saw this clip of him, like he was shoulder pressing like 115 pounds dumbbells. So 
it's like on each side it's like that's insane when he's only like what 130 140 pounds Mm -hmm. so it's like i do think he's definitely been on something before uh and especially at that body fat percentage he's like what four percent it's like if you can dumbbell press uh almost your entire like body weight in each hand that's ridiculous and uh like half your body weight i could see but even at that body fat percentage is uh very very difficult to achieve um naturally so i'd say i'd say he's definitely been on something before because again like that low body fat percentage you have no energy uh like no testosterone no like everything's out of balance right and for him to be that strong when he's that lean and that light is crazy so i i don't think he's been natural this whole time but i don't i'm not 100 percent sure no i don't follow it too closely you're smart man i don't either i just know what i see through the grapevine and so forth um and i think one of the things as far as my point of view is i think when we talk about people who respect other people or people who look up to people like a tristan lee versus someone who would look up to someone who just wants to be fit like a Jaden brooks there's a difference there and i wonder if for yourself if you see someone like tristan lee being kind of a negative to someone who's trying to achieve things that you are um it it's it's hard to say because there's a lot of negatives that come with fitness social media because like we talked about earlier, body dysmorphia, when you see perfect bodies time and after time, post after post in your feed, it's going to make you feel worse about your physique. Even though, even if you're in the top 1%, top 0.5%, very, very, very few people are going to look even close to what like people like, uh, like those insane bodybuilders and people that are on social media, uh, a lot of them are completely enhanced on steroids. So it's very, very hard to, uh, or not very, very hard, very uh, demotivating and very body dysmorphia causing, I guess, um, if you just keep viewing those type of bodies, those type of people with insane strength. So that's the negative side. And then the positive side is that it could also get you into like you just be like, oh, I want to get like that person. I want to do this. I want to be stronger. Then you'll start working out. And then hopefully eventually you'll realize no one is going to look like that, you know? Right. So I think it's, it depends on the person that's viewing it, honestly, because some people, like we talked about earlier, people react differently. It's not like a math problem. It's, it's like, it's like people will, some people see that they'll get demotivated about their physique. Some people see that and it'll motivate them to work harder, you know? So that's, it's, it's a lot of both, I'd say. And, and I would agree with that. And I think that's an important thing. Um, you know, I, I was just curious with someone who, you know, likes to stay in shape, kind of thinks of all the other, you know, cause you've done some videos on YouTube about kind of just, you know, showing how these fitness supposed fitness people are kind of showing how they uh, get by and, oh yeah, buy my protein shake and yeah. whatever else. To me, I think it's interesting when, you know, if they associate themselves with people, if you do a little research on the people, you're like, well, what are you doing there? You know, <laughs> now, as far as that goes, 
have you ever, because you, know, you follow a lot of people and you get a lot of people in the fitness world, who are the people, have you ever set, seen something or one of these fitness people say, oh, this is just too much? You yourself, like, this is too much. This person is completely out of whack. That someone needs to expose this person, not just to expose them, but this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, let's see. I've definitely seen stuff like that. Uh, not for most people I follow, because most of them are pretty. Um, trustworthy and uh very intelligent in the fitness space but there's definitely things like that out there um i saw someone saying at one point there was like there was they were saying don't eat in a calorie deficit don't follow any diet because there's this device out there that you can it was so dumb there was this um like chiropractor kind of person that was like had these this roller thing and you would just rub it back and forth all over your fat and apparently it was supposed to cause friction and end up melting your fat and i just laughed so hard i was like <laughs> like like, like he's making pizza like he's making pizza like he's trying to make pizza it, dough well it was like a bun it was like a rope thing and yeah, it was like it. a bunch of those kind of pizza roll things like on it and then you would rub it back and forth it was like it was supposed to cause friction and melt the fat. That's probably one of the dumbest things I've seen. But yeah, as you get older, you'll see more of those there, gadgets like, and gimmicks. That's crazy. Yeah, it's I agree. <laughs> most <laughs> of those, like the ab shocker thing, things like that are not most of the fitness products other than standard dumbbells, barbells, fitness equipment. Calisthenics most, in general. Yeah. Most very underrated calisthenics in are. the fitness industry are just very scammy and most people are in it for money that's something people have to realize is you may think they put on a persona like they care about you but a lot of them literally just do it for money and actually, they won't, so, they'll scam anyone and without a second thought so actually saw someone recently almost looked like they were using your uh program on you on youtube recently and, you know, they were, it looked like they were using your program where, you know, the whole making your bed, that discipline kind of a thing, because you need that. Um, oh, yeah. And then they went ahead. And I, as much as I you know, think that's awesome, and I think it's a great thing to have, they just recently, you know, they're, I don't know, I guess they're thinking that's a smarter idea to hang, to um, follow like these other people who are known as like people who have, um, cause damage to themselves using certain things or have mm. been banned in certain competitions and things. So I'm just curious, you know, I'm just interested if you've ever seen someone use your platform or someone's used your program. Um, and then, I mean, granted, deal of using your program, which is good, but if they go start using your program and then they kind of, this is my program when to start, but then this one's even better. How do you, how, would, how does that for yourself make you feel? Um, I mean, I think that's not something that happens too often because if they'll just, if they stay committed, most people that will purchase our program will stay committed at least for a short period of time. And if they just stay committed for two, three weeks, they'll start noticing productivity increases, all sorts of things very fast. So I don't know that that's happened because we, uh, we're working on more community engagement, but lately we haven't checked in on uh, we haven't checked in too much lately and no one's really asked any questions lately. So we, I've never seen that with my program, 
but there definitely are people and I'm probably also guilty of like program hopping kind of, but um, yeah, just stick to one program and it'll benefit you. Even if it's not like the most optimal, the most ideal, it's like, if you can stick to one okay program, that's going to be much better than if you, uh, than if you program hop to 20 different things. Like Bruce Lee said, I fear not the man who has thrown a thousand kicks. I fear the man who has practiced one kick a thousand times. So it's kind of like that. Um, you want to stay consistent with one thing, even if it's not the best, the most optimal, it's far more beneficial than program hopping. Great. And also, you know, the, uh, you know, the whole uh, wives tell if it's not broken, don't fix it. Um, mm-hmm. That's another Definitely. trope about that. If something's working, which clearly it was working for him. So you should be happy that someone's using your program on YouTube. Um, <laughs> I've seen it. I, I recognize the program and I said, oh, that's they're using Jaden's program. Even though they're not saying Jaden's name anywhere. Huh. I, I wonder if Jaden knows awesome. they're using his program, but they're using your program and it even almost sounds right. like you. <laughs> Well, but they don't. That's awesome that you're using it. Yeah, it is. It's kind of cool. But the, you know, like I said, then they um, starting to like follow people who or whatever. They're kind of not necessarily who what you're about. So interesting yeah. things there. Um, so what do you think of? I don't know what I'm trying to think here. So you're trying to relax at the end of the day. You want to kind of, you know, wrap up your time. What does Jaden Brooks do to relax when he's not trying to either make the world a better place or try to make more money or become something else? What does Jaden Brooks do just to relax? Does he know what that is? Because I'll be honest with you, I don't always know what relaxing is either. So if you could tell me what relaxing is, maybe that would help. Um, let's see. Uh, a lot of times uh, I like music, which uh, I'll just sit and like listen to music and just like think to myself or, you know, visualize about the future, things like that. I find it sounds weird, but it's almost like addicting sometimes, like just sit back and just think about not necessarily the future, but like ideal situations, things you want to happen. Uh, that's a big thing. Like I'll just, and then juggling a uh, big thing. I like to just do that to work the brain and still it's pretty fun for me so juggling um yeah and then let's see uh other than that i mean sometimes i'll watch uh youtube sometimes sometimes uh like the f4l obviously <laughs> and then uh it is good for like, a laugh it is good for a little bit of a, a brain a little time thing yeah <laughs> definitely and then uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes it depends a lot, you know, but those are probably two main things. Just just listen to music, juggle, maybe uh, like reply to Instagram messages like when I'm really bored. But yeah, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, right. How, how, how annoying does that get when you have to answer the same question over and over again? Or are you just kind of like... Can we have a different question, please? Just something different. <laughs> or are you like, it's, whatever? <laughs> it, it's not like super annoying, but like uh, it's 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 a tad bit like. Tedious? I'm trying to figure out the word, but it's like, it's like if I'm doing a live stream and someone, if I repeatedly get asked, how old are you? How, what's your, what do you weigh? Like, 
15 times it's like it doesn't only get repetitive for me it's like the other people watching who have other questions are like bro we've already heard this answer 14 (laughs) 14 different times so it's like i think it doesn't really annoy me that much but it's still uh it's kind it's kind of funny sometimes but i guess especially if it's like how old are you like in an instagram dm it's like it takes me 0.1 seconds to respond just type 15 and send but it doesn't it, it doesn't bother me that much but it's kind of funny sometimes because i know for myself like people who find out i'm in wrestling will ask the same seven questions all the time which i'm used to i, I answer them all the time but mm-hmm. it, sometimes I'm like can i have a different question just some something different something i've not heard asked a thousand mm, times I yeah mean, and is wrestling like, fake you... you know is is it real is it fake do you know so and so these kinds of things yeah it's like if you're trying to get to know someone to get to uh get to get someone's attention get someone to respond to you something i've learned a lot is if you want to get someone's attention you should just ask a normal not a normal question the opposite of a normal question Mm -hmm. a unique question like most people be like oh how are you blah 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 it's like yeah i have a lot of trouble with that too but if you can just ask a random question like slide in someone dms be like do you believe in time travel just something random like that you'll get way more responses to someone that you want to talk to rather than uh if you like if you just say like how are you what are you up to like i'm definitely guilty of boring questions and it doesn't get results with any type any type of networking any type of uh getting to know someone so it takes time to get used to that though you learn you kind of learn that you know you're young still you'll learn you'll get to be my level eventually you'll be asking everybody everything definitely and then you'll be (laughs) getting all the answers too you'll have all the answers to all the questions that they'll ask that you won't (laughs) even be prepared for (laughs) if they happen um let's see so does Jaden Brooks believe in ghosts? Uh yeah, I'd say so. Um yeah, it's it's definitely I'd say so. Mm-hmm. Um uh, now that's a random question, so I was giving you a random question. <laughs> well, thank you. Out of nowhere, but, um, right? It's yeah. I, I don't really know, I don't have like much proof. I, it's kind of hard to prove, but I'd say definitely there's some sort of spirits and stuff out there you know do you think there's a difference between believing ghosts and believing like ufos or like the bigfoot for example is there a difference between those three things um i think bigfoot i don't really know that much about um i don't know i think bigfoot is probably more just of folklore a, yeah something like that and then ufos i'd say there, it, that's interesting because there's so many like different sightings and it's like okay there's obviously not every sighting is a complete lie it's like some people had to at least have seen something and then so i think like someone is trying to work to hide ufos maybe a little bit from us but who knows like there there's anything is possible really so mm-hmm. if we can't disprove it then uh or if we can't if there's not 100 percent proof that Oh my God. I'm. <laughs> let me rethink that. Um, there's not a hundred percent proof that something's not real. Like, and until you can find that hundred percent proof, that's like, you, you can't disprove it. And that's it, definitely could be out there, you know? That's so. very true. That's a very true statement. 
Um, you mentioned you played basketball. What other sports does Jaden Brooks like other than whatever he does, whatever, um, you know, other than working out in the gym? What other sports does Jaden Brooks like to do? Uh, boxing is uh, sort of one. Like, I would like to maybe do – I don't know if I'd like to do it competitively, but I'd like to do some sort of, you know, boxing eventually, like with other people. Uh, right now I just don't have, like – I just can't really do uh, boxing with other people um, since I've got other stuff and I don't have the desire to pay for training or anything right now. <laughs> so, but boxing is really fun when you can do it. And then uh, other than that, I mean, I'll play like any sports, but the but main one is boxing. I love boxing. So, so, so what about, let me ask you about the, I've done boxing too, which I, I also enjoyed boxing, but what about boxing do you like more than, say, any of the other martial arts or fighting styles? What about boxing stands out? Mm, I think, well, I think, number one, I think everyone, well, just about everyone should learn to box. I think it's the best self-defense, maybe not the best, but one of the best self-defense martial arts, at least for your first one. Because the reality is if you, you're not going to be wrestling and jujitsu if you get into a street fight, you know, people, they might have a friend that can come up and stomp on your face or anything. So you don't want to be on the ground in a street fight. So boxing is very important to learn. You want to learn head work, uh, footwork, all those things are taught in boxing. And it's just, I think the intensity of it is something I really like. It's just, okay, this person is trying to literally pound me until I pass out. And it's like, if I don't move my head, then he's going to succeed. So it's like, you got to feed, and then you got to figure out how to do the same thing to him. I like the, the, the thought process you have to have and the intensity, things like that, I think are not as much in things like jujitsu or um, any really other martial arts that I've found. I get you. No, all good answers, solid answers. Added. Thank you. Thank you. One second. Uh, welcome. Welcome. According to my thing, I'm having a. Can you hear me okay? Everything's good on your end? Uh, yep. It's a tad bit quiet, but I think that's just my phone. Yeah, I'm also not, you know, saying a lot yet. <laughs> that's cool, too. All right. But I don't want to keep you too long. Like I said, I want to make sure you have time to go and accomplish everything else you got today because you're a busy man. And I get that. We want to thank you for being part of the FL headquarters pocket. Let me ask you this since you've done the old Thank one you. and you've done this one, which one do you like more? Which what, which, so you, you've been on both versions of the show. You've been on the yes. show where you've called in and it's just been us, you know, talking or, and you've been on this form. This is a newer form. Your opinion. Had since coming back. Can you hear me? Oh. Yeah, I just lagged out for a second, but okay. you're back now. Okay. So my question is, since you've been on the podcast before, on the old form, and now we have this, which one do you prefer? Uh, I'd say this one. I like, uh, I think, like the body language aspect of it. It keeps you conscious of yourself, and I kind of like that. So I'd say this is pretty cool. Cool. I appreciate the feedback. Thank you. So if I say, okay, Jim, we're going to come back. When we, what do you think it's going to look like when we have um, our watch along and we have seven, nine, ten boxes up here of people watching the show together? Is that going to be fun or do you think it's going to be like, oh, this is going to be a mess? <laughs> I think it can be executed right and then it'll be pretty fun. And I like, obviously, you're going to figure that out and 
<laughs> even if like the first one was a mess it's like you'll eventually figure it out obviously sure and so i think it would be has a lot of potential do you enjoy the watch alongs out of curiosity because you've been you've been part of a couple of watch alongs you'll enjoy the watch alongs what do you get out of that what do you like about that yeah i really like them because uh if there's something like i don't understand that i from an episode i've watched like usually uh any questions or anything like that is explained during the watch along and then just mm -hmm. with other people it's pretty good so i like it it's a little bit more fun right yes <laughs> well we are planning on doing that again in the next season as i'm going to be rebuilding everyone including yourself and your uh tag team partner did you see that whole thing by the way did you see the uh setup for what's coming uh not the entire thing but i did see uh some of it yes did you have well if you watch the match you'll know because that's kind of let lays into it but uh so yeah so i want to say thank you as always for being part of that um i think a lot of people um get a lot of inspiration from me because i get the emails all the time i don't always share them a lot because you know mm -hmm. timing or whatever but i can let yeah. you know. i mean if you've heard the um the live i did last week i think it was or two weeks ago i read an email in response to a thing a while back and you were mentioned as someone who has inspired a lot of people um you know mm -hmm. giving hope to kids and can kids who are battling cancer are looking up to Jaden brooks as someone who they watch on our show that gives them hope for hearing That's that awesome. kind of a thing what does that do for someone like yourself to hear that you're inspiring kids in canada by the way um there's apparently a clinic in canada who the young man who not only defeated cancer um you know he beat cancer himself and now is in remission but he goes back to the clinic and they share our mat our show with the kids there oh wow we're going through that same thing and that's awesome they're like a lot of people like yourself being someone they get inspiration from so what is that when you hear things like that what is that how does that make you feel as someone who is inspiring kids in canada who are battling cancer that you're giving them hope oh that makes me feel very uh just proud and just happy for uh that they have someone like that that's you know there for them kind of and then you know so i i'm very happy to hear that um yeah did you expect anyone would ever say well this video game version of myself is going to inspire kids in canada to beat cancer i, I definitely that's not exactly something i would have expected i don't think you know i'll be honest with you i never expected the show to do what it does but apparently it has and i get the emails to prove it um awesome. so good job first and foremost thanks for being a stand-up individual for being a person to model after people and we look forward to Jaden coming back when we're done with everything and of course of course Jaden has homework he has to do he has to he knows he's got to take care of his end of things to make sure everything looks spot on as well as his tag of team course. partner who's coming next that's true um you know it's always a pleasure to have you on the f headquarters podcast it's always a pleasure, pleasure to, to be here hear you and and see you now um multiple times we've done it anyway so whatever but uh <laughs> it's been a pleasure so before we go i want to tell everyone where they can find you and how they can get involved with everything and then what i'm going to do is after this and i put everything together i'm going to link if you can email me your little um you know your whatever your business card or something i'll link it into this episode so people can see awesome. that okay all right so uh if anyone wants to find me uh instagram uh my username is Jaden brooks with three o's and like 
two S's on the end, I think. So pretty confusing, but just type in Jaden Brooks and Jaden is spelled J-A-D-O-N, not E-N. And then parenting possibilities, that's just parenting possibilities on Instagram, Facebook as well, TikTok, YouTube, all on that. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, that's probably the main ways for someone to find me. So, And if they wanted to find out about parental, uh, parental possibilities, where would they find you? Where do they find that information? Where can they get that? Uh, so like I said, uh, YouTube or Instagram, parenting possibilities, I think it's also the same handle on Facebook. And then we have a website that's linked uh, under that. And then the podcast, uh, we're working on getting a like a double link. So you can click on the link in our bio and it'll show uh, the podcast link and the um, challenge link. So gotcha. Yeah. That's also, probably if you need any help, way. if you need any help with that, let me know as far as your podcast. I have a little bit of experience with it. Not a lot, but <laughs> I can help you with what I can. Um, if you ever need anything, Appreciate let me know. That. no worries, man. Jaden, always a pleasure, man. I'm going to let you get ready to, you know, do your jazzy jacks and all the things that you got to do for the rest of the day. Cause I know that, you know, you do your jazzy jacks and things like that. <laughs> um, so, but, and again, fail warning Thursday, you're probably going to see the fitness set, you know, one of the old jazz fitness workout videos, which Oh, wow. Talk about no. cringe. Um, <laughs> I cringe every time I watch it and I was in it. So, all right. Well, well, the plus side is when you watch jazzercising, know that I'm, you know, working out in my, you know, the wrestling attire in the snow, which is awesome. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. So you'll have a good laugh at that. And I look forward to hearing your response to that and seeing how that is. And when we do a watch along, we can count on Jaden Brooks take a part of this timing permitted. Yes. Yep. Because next time uh, we do should that, be able to. like this. So we'll have 700 screens <laughs> on here of all of the various people, which is going to be interesting. How close do you think your model is to you? Uh, I'd say it looks like a bit of an older version of me, if that makes sense. Well, I'd it would say have to be considering. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I'd say it's pretty, pretty good. Get that. We're going to be rebuilding you again anyway. So any ideas and logos, send it up and we'll get you going. Of course. Jaden, it's been a pleasure to have you, brother. Have a great pleasure day. Pleasure to be here. Always a pleasure. You did great as always because, you know, you're across <laughs> a professional and you're going to do big things. You're already grown quite a bit and I'm proud of you. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Welcome. <laughs> proud of you, brother. And uh, go enjoy the rest of your day and do you your, too. whatever Jaden Brooks does. And may all your dreams come true. All right. Have a great day. Peace, brother. Thank you. You're welcome, Bye. bud. Bye. Folks, that was the uh, that was Jaden Brooks, the founder of Parental Possibilities. I encourage you guys all to go check out Jaden because he's doing big things. He's making his own goals happen. He's a real life dream master. And you guys can do that too, with a little hard work, dedication, and discipline. Anything is accomplished. Um, he's a tremendous young man. I've known him for several years. He's been on the show multiple times and it goes to show you that he is intelligent because he knows that spreading the word is the best way to get his name out there. And we are honored to always welcome him here and to the other icons of the F4L. We're looking forward to more people coming back. So folks, I am the F4L icon, Sean Jess, you've been saying, may all your dreams come true. 
And for those people who don't know, I will be in Cherry Hill, New Jersey this coming weekend for Monstamania 53. I'll see you guys all there and may all your dreams come true. Peace, everybody.